welcome to Alphabet Flight, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with a guest. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is the wonderful Alyssa. Hello again. So, you are going to be closing out Volume 3. So, I think it's going to be like episode probably 30, 130 something. So, such an honor. For a while. Yeah, it, it's, I'm glad. And we're ending this book with a bang. And by bang, I mean Kang, the Conqueror. You know about Kang? No, I, I don't. I don't think I've heard of him before. Well, um, he is the main villain of the newest uh, Marvel Lego Super Marvel Lego Marvel Superheroes Two movie of game, which I've been playing and I like it a lot. Uh, he's an Avengers villain, basically. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, and he's a time traveler. So it's, it's fun. It's going to be real fun talking about him. So he first appeared in Avengers number eight. So like he is. Super, just like super duper. Uh, early on. Why is it? Oh, not actually, seeing oh. a picture of him, I think I have seen him before. He looks a bit like a sentinel. Well, that was just kind of the whole um, aesthetic of old timey villains, especially one created by Jack Kirby. Um. They just had they just had purple and they had headgear. Ah, uh, like Galactus. Yeah, I love Galactus. He's 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 a wonderful boy. I love him so much. He he's best friends with uh with Franklin Richards in the future. Well, he's not evil. He just needs to eat. Yeah, and in the future, in the future, um, he, Franklin Richards. When he's an adult, he's just like, "Hey, hey, buddy, I'm gonna just make it to where you never have to eat because I am, I am God." And then, like, they become friends. That's actually really cool. No, it's it, like I'm about to te- no, because like, oh my god, sorry, I'm about to tear up thinking about the like that story because it's so it's so great. I love it. It's I love I love Frank Richard so much. He's such a sweet boy, and he and he grows up to be a sweet man. And hmm. that's oh, really whatever. cute. I'm not gonna, but I, I, lo- I love him so much. He's so great. He's also because friend with Groot, and Groot is amazing because he is a plant person, and plant people are the best. Okay, I'm with but you. Speaking of people, but people who aren't plant people, Kang, he is a he is a time traveler. He fights the Avengers, and he just kind of messes stuff up all the time. Uh, he was formerly known as Rama Tut. He he will be known in the future as Immortus, and Immortus is another whole other thing. I don't want to talk about Keg because it's so hard to talk about him. <laughs> so sorry, uh, just so layers upon layers. Layers upon layers. So Mortis is basically super future Kang, who realizes that Kang is messing everything up, so he basically has a bunch of Immortuses, which are basically Kang, to police Kang. 
So, it's like, it's, it's just people going. So, wait, God, so, so Kang from the future tries to stop Kang in the past from doing uh, timey-wimey stuff. So he gets a bunch of himself to stop himself from doing things. Yes, yes. But the thing is, is sometimes he has to go, Immortus has to go after versions of himself because they mess up stuff. When they're trying to prevent Kang from messing stuff up. Oh my god, just... Never do time travel. Why can't people understand this? Unless you're like, like two hundred percent certain you know what you're doing. Don't mess with time. Also, also, unless it's like a self-closing loop, don't do time travel. It just complicates things. That makes it hard to talk about. It makes it so hard to talk about. I'm, I'm like, like I'm trying, like I'm trying to. I know Kang's stories, and I know what I'm trying to say. It's so hard to say. Because, like, it's so many. Also, he's related to... He's also related to Nathaniel Richards. Who oh, really? is the father of... Frank... I mean, of, uh... Reed, Reed Richards. Of Reed Richards. Yeah. Of Reed Richards. Wait, so he's... So wait, Reed, he's related to Nathaniel Richards. No, yeah. And he's also, like, related to... You understand why I'm having a hard time. Yeah, I'm like, I'm I, I like, you. he's, he, I mean, okay, well, here's one thing you can say about him. Look at those thigh-high boots. He is, he is rocking them boots. He is. He looks really weird, but those thigh-high boots, they're working for him. <sighs> okay. So. So what's Nathaniel Richards got to do with him? We'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. It, it's gonna. This might be a longer episode. Okay. Because <laughs> we're gonna get to the bottom of Kang. <sighs> the man who would become Kang was born in one of Earth's alternate futures of the 30th century, a different one than that than one that was conquered by the alien Badoon race. It being a man of adventure in a time of world peace and prosperity, he was discontented. Discovering a part, parts of a time machine and the plan that for the assembly in the ruins of one of his ancestors' property. So basically he made it and would travel across time. And he set up base of operations in Egypt 2950 BC. And he used his uh, advanced technology to subjugate the natives, and he started calling himself the Pharaoh Ramatut, and ruled about ten years before he encountered the Fantastic Four. Um, okay. Yeah? Yep, yep, I'm so, with you. Yeah. So, so he, was uh, a, he was an Egyptian douchebag. Yeah, yeah so, he was, so he was from the future... He found a time machine and went to Egypt. And then the Fantastic Four is just like, yo, stop it. So, that's one part of the story. Let's see how that gets complicated. Timey-wimey stuff. On the way to his future, he was delayed by a time storm that temporarily blocked his passage beyond the 20th century. Encountering Doctor Doom drifting in space, he rescued the infamous despot and returned to Earth before resuming 
his journey to the time period of origination. Also, it's rumored that Doctor Doom eventually becomes Kang. Oh. What a twist! Yeah, I'm n- not really. I don't know. It's it's whatever. He's tied into so many characters that make no sense. Like, why could he just be a guy that would? Whatever. I'm not. I'm not gonna so go. I was through. actually totally okay. going to start. I was gonna start freaking because the whole Kang to being immortus and trying to stop himself just reminds me of um completely derailing to the DC villain uh, Vandal Savage. Yeah. Because he yeah, was it's... like, oh, I killed everyone. Ah, oh, that's that's not good. I'm I'm very lonely. Yeah, that he was just like, oh, look, I need to make sure I don't do this because I'm immortal and I will live until the heat death of the universe. Honestly can't fathom why anyone would want immortality. I don't understand either, but I would totally live 200 years. Yeah, like, living longer, sure, but you wouldn't want to live forever. Like, because you've got, no. like, what happens if you get stuck in a ravine under a bunch of rocks? You're there forever. Which is legit a uh, thing that happened... Okay, in... More time travel stuff. Oh, great. <sighs> okay, so, in one of the futures, that Cable, the X-Men... Oh, dear. yeah, I know who Cable is. In one of the futures where he raised Hope Summers, which was the first baby born, at, uh, first mutant baby born after the No More Mutants thing. Yeah. Of House of M. Yep, yep, yep. She needed to be protective. And one of the things that popped up is whenever he was raising her in the future, uh, he went to a church and he needed to hide from some people and make sure she was okay. And he found that Deadpool was trapped under rubble. Like in a room that was trapped by rubble oh, for Jesus. over two hundred years, and oh, he got even rough. more. Yeah, so that's so that's rough. A... Yeah, so Deadpool, who already had a splintered personality, I mean, per splintered psyche, was like Completely just even worse, and he was subsisting off of eating himself. I'm pretty sure Cable's going to be in the next um, Deadpool movie, and I'm so glad that Cable's finally coming to the cinematic universe. Cable is such a cool character. Uh, I like him, but I also hate him. Why do you hate him? Because he complicates everything. That's fair. But he's such a cool character. He's such a cool character, and I really like Cable and Deadpool. Like, that whole run was pretty cool. Um, I have a a beef with X-Men. Cable is a victim of his own circumstance. Well, no, Cable was a victim of the Nine Days, where they introduced all the time travel stuff. Like, he could have just been a cyborg with, like, you know, telepathy and, uh, I mean, telekinesis. But no. 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 The Nine Days happened, and he had to become, like, Scott's son, and he... I don't even want to get into Cable, because I have... Oh my god. I'm just trying to think. I'm it's okay. It's okay. We can we can cable. we can go back to. Um, God, I forgot about we're even talking about okay, before. As a person, Kang. Okay, I care about continuity. Yeah, of course, everyone does. Well, and I'm, some, I'm talking, everyone should. I'm talking about Kang, who destroys continuity. 
And it just hurts. It, it, it hurts. It hurts me as a person. I understand. Com- like, comic books. They can be complicated and stuff and have, like, interlocking. I like complicated, the in- complicated interlocking mechanisms and relationships and plans stories. Plans within plans. Of, of within comics. Plans. I, I, I like those. Don't get me wrong, I like those. But as soon as you throw in time travel, it screws it all up. Yeah. Like, but, but, we're gonna get to Kang again. <laughs> Okay, Alyssa just sent me. I think one of the best. Um, uh, just a just a gold star thing that says "Do not" when continuity gets fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so um, he he kept on going to try to get to the uh, year. He kept on trying to get to his uh, time period, but he yeah. overshot it, and he was in four four thousand eighty, in an alternate oh. universe. Okay, so he not only overshot it, but went over a couple of spaces as well. Yes, by a lot. So, um, so uh, in this future, all civilization. It basically collapsed, and the human population, uh, had immer- uh, was immersed, immersed, engaged in exterminating one another with the remnants of the advanced weaponry, weaponry of an early era. And. So humans were wiping themselves out. Yes. It basically, it was barbarians, but with nukes, or blazer guns. Oh, Jesus. And stuff. Yeah. So think Zardoz, but... I don't know what you're Kang. referring to. What? Zardoz, did you say? Yeah. Don't know you what that is. You don't? Oh. A different country. So you don't... Oh, so you don't know that uh, the gun is good, the penis is bad, and then, you know, you have to wipe out everyone who tries to procreate? I have no idea what you're talking about. Go watch Zardoz. It's it's a masterpiece of 70 cinema. See, that's just an oxymoron right there. <laughs> oh, but I love 70 cinema because it makes no sense. Oh, and... that's what that is. Yeah. Okay, I, mean, no, I saw the Rick, I saw the Rick wanna... and Morty the Rick and Morty reference to that, but I, d- I clearly did not know what I was looking at because So, uh, he overshot it and basically he was inspired by Doctor Doom and he built a suit with a metal mask, and um, he put a bunch of like protective weaponry and devices, and then he uh, became Kang the Conqueror. Yep. It only took him a few weeks uh, to make an empire for himself. Just cash, you know. It's cool. Yeah. Let's just yeah. let's just make it just, happen. Just, it's cool. It's just has an empire. Whatever. Just did nothing. Just throw it up. No, it's a mess. Don't mind it. Uh, take your shoes off at the door. Nope. Yep, I'm just gonna build a, ba- a battle suit and take over a bunch of the dwindling people left on in in the world. Yeah. And then he was then he was just like, I'm bored, and I don't like this anymore. So then he was just like, I'm gonna take over the 20th century. But he was thwarted by the Avengers. Of course. And was this and in Earth six one six? 
Yes. Okay, so they're back back to this 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 uh, universe then. Yeah. Okay. Well, this was also before they did the whole um, different Earths. That came about this that came about like late late eighties. This was like, and by late eighties, I mean like, I mean like eighty nine. So that's, like that's pretty that much not out. even the eighties anymore. Yeah, at this point though, they had a thing called Counter Earth, which is basically like bad Earth that was on the opposite side of the sun, and you never see it. <laughs> yeah, um, but they didn't have like they had alternate dimensions, but they didn't have like al- alternate, but they didn't have like designations for them or anything. And most of the time, actually, they were like alternate futures. He just kept on kept trying on to keeping go. On. Yeah, be even like, more interesting. What? If he like, if he was like, "Cool, I've done this bad thing. I'm going to try being a good guy for a bit," and then like he does a good guy thing for a bit, and then he gets bored of that, so he goes back to being a bad guy, and he just kind of switches between it on a whim, like depending on how he feels. That's basically what Immortus is, though. Oh, really? Yeah, like he like he goes like Immortus is like he's not good, but he's not bad. If that means anything. Like he's, he's chaotic neutral. He does what he wants. I would. I would say more n- lawful neutral. Lawful neutral. Gotcha. Yeah, he has a set of rules, but he doesn't, but like, that's basically. But, okay, so, remember, so we have a straight line, okay? Yeah. At this point. In in his life span, we have a straight line. Yeah. He, he went to the past, got scared, overshot his present, and went to the future. Yeah. Then he went to the 20th century. Yeah. This is when it starts getting, like, just messed up. Oh, dear. Okay. So, it became more and more non-linear, and there's just, like, super... There's just basically him just going around. Because, like, he wants to... He wants to conquer, like, all of time. But he keeps on getting squashed and, you know... Kicked out. So, it kept on... So, there kept... So, every time he kept on trying to attack them... Yeah. It would be a different side line, like a side um, timeline and be divergent each time. Okay. Um, one of his most relentless uh, campaigns in the 20th century was a quest for the supposed Celestial Madonna. Uh, this particular Kang disincorporated when his uniform time circuit was damaged whenever he went into the 19th century. Another divergent double of Kang at the chronological age of 25 75 yeah. withdrew from time altogether and became Immortus. I'm just done with time. It's cool. We'll just leave it. Yeah, we're done. We're done. So, Immortus was just like, you know, I'm getting older and I'm getting tired of this. I'm going to go to Limbo, make myself a little thing, and then uh, try to fix stuff. Um. Oh, wait, okay, here's a note. Another divergent double of the former Rama Tut did not travel into the future and became Kang, but chose to travel a few months into the past where he established a new identity as a civil centurion and manipulated the founding members of the 20th of the Avengers into conquering the 20th century Earth for him. 
the worlds diverge from the main, uh, main stream history as a consequence of this uh, ex- extra-temporal interference. And then, like, he got defeated again. Of course, he's a and big then he guy. Be- and then he and then he became the nemesis of the Squadron Supreme, which is basically a Marvel. Which okay, so the Squadron Supreme technically did Watchmen before Watchmen. It just wasn't as popular. Like it was the whole like commentary on superheroes. Gotcha. And um, it's I like it a lot. Like I have the omnibus and everything. I like it a lot. Um, but it's basically kind of uh very thinly veiled analogs of the Justice League. So, like, you know, there's a, uh, there's, like, Warrior Woman, who is, who is obviously Green Lantern. Counterpot. Uh, no, but, like, Warrior Woman, Hyperion, um, Nighthawk, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and they, and they, they are, they, I like them a lot. They're, they're interesting. I'll get into them eventually. Hmm. So, um, he's 6'3", so he's about as tall as, so he's about as tall as you. Yep. He's just not as powerful. Yeah. He has brown eyes and brown hair. Um. Uh. Okay. So let's get to his weaponry. Does he need it? So. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why he has such advanced technology. That he's able to kind of conquer people and make him think that he's magical. So advanced that it's indistinguishable from magic. Yep. Well, so he he has a grav gravito electrical magnetic force project force field projector. So like he can pretty much use that to block. He could be at the ground zero of a multi megaton nuclear weapon detonation. Um, it extends a standard two feet from all points of his body and can be extended omnidirectionally at a maximum radius of 20 feet from his body with no loss of impenetrability from, for up to 12 hours. He also has like, it's basically like a life support, it also has life support in it. So he could survive in the vacuum of space. Yep. Uh, he also can shoot beams. Of course. With, uh, of concussive force ranging from several pounds of TNT to several thousand pounds. He also has strength amplifying, uh, equipment and circuitry. So he can do about five tons. He can, he can lift. Yep, he can lift like real good. Uh, also, some Kangs have time travel circuitry built into their armor. Some of them do, some of them don't. Uh, Kang also has a bunch of other weapons, some of them small, some of them, like, remote. He has, like, a, like, antimatter, antimatter, like, beams and stuff like that. Uh, he also has a bunch of, like, uh, robots. Like, like the Growing Man, which is basically a giant man, but a robot. Um, he has, like, a 20-foot-long, non-aerodynamic, space-worthy vehicle. Which has a bunch of stuff in it. Um, mostly time machine stuff. Basically, the time machine is about the size of two 
a two drawer fire filing cabinet. Um, it uses energy that we don't know about. Um, and it uses, and it, and that energy is able to break through reality walls of time streams. And he's, and the way he time travels, he goes through limbo, basically. Oh, so gosh. he breaks out of reality, then breaks back into reality at a different time. And into a different universe, because that's, because it's King, and that's how that works. Um, he can also, like, do, like, localized time travel to, like, basically, like, yoink stuff. So you just jump uh, back and forth a couple of seconds? No, it's like, he's minutes. just like, hey, I'm gonna time travel this particular thing to me. Oh, that's not broken? Like, it's basically... No, no, it's not broken at all. He, this is 100% a maintainable character that does not hurt my brain. I was kidding, that's completely broken. He can completely screw up everything, and it sounds like he does. He does. He can also teleport about 3,000 cubic feet. Like, so if he wants to teleport his ship, he could. Um, or like a good chunk of a planet, actually. Which he does, actually. Because sometimes, sometimes what he does is he takes, like, cities and stuff. Like, out of time. Yeah. And puts them into, into limbo. That's really dumb. Yeah. He also basically has, like, uh, they say micro video cameras that are able to fly, aka drones. Um, so he also has that, that can time travel. And he has a, uh, like a wrist-mounted computer, which he can kind of control everything from. So, so okay. what's his weaknesses? Um, his weakness is Avengers, I guess. <sighs> See, that just yeah. bothers me. Like, I hate it when I hate because Marvel does it so often. There's too many like heroes and villains that break the universe entirely. And the only way he can lose is through contrivances or plot devices. Yeah, well, most of the time, most of the time with uh, people like this, it's they they are their own downfall most of the time. Um, By the sounds yeah, of it, like it sounds smaller. like he's kind of got himself sussed. Like he's he's got he's got all of his bases covered. He's pretty strong. He's pretty smart. He's he's pretty pretty powerful. He's got some good capabilities and technology. Like for example, um. The strongest Avenger, Hulk, literally invincible and unkillable, because of um, how the Hulk works, could literally just be cast aside into time, gone for gone for good. That's it. Cool. Don't have to yeah. worry about him. And that is pretty yeah. much the only weak, the only thing that could brute force its way through Ka- uh, Kang. Yeah, but you know, it's <sighs> it's a thing. That's why I tend not to like Avenger level villains. I tend to like the <laughs> the smaller villains. I mean, um, a lot more because, like, whenever you get to like smaller scale villains, they actually tend to have more of a personality, and they have weaknesses and strengths, and they you can see growth in them and stuff. The only exception um, for me is the, is the is Thanos when he does what he does. 
because um, yeah. because what, not not just because of uh, what happens to him, but also how he gets defeated and how um, and the, the character he becomes afterwards just makes so much sense as a well, result of that well, revelation. Well, so my thing that I love about Thanos is he's just a real thirsty boy. Like he does everything he does is just like I want to mac on that death lady over there. Uh, yeah. Do you have anything else to say about time travel and comic books? <sighs> stop doing it. Yeah. It doesn't work. Just stop doing it. Just stop doing just stop. it. Just, just stop. Just stop. 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 Now, if it's a closed loop, it's different if it's like a closed loop. But if I don't mind. To, if you're just doing it to close your loop, then fine. But, like, you time travel to do this thing, so that way you would time travel to do this thing, so you would time travel to do this thing. That's okay. But when you try to start mess with timeline stuff, it just never works out, and then continuity gets broken, and immersion is shattered, and it's all, it doesn't make sense, and you've tried to be smart, but you've just made yourself look dumb. X-Men, once a year, break their own continuity by time travel. Like, almost every year. <sighs> oh, God. <laughs> One right? of the reasons why I started hating X-Men, like, as, as a property, like, I like the care, like, I like a lot of the characters, I like a lot of the mutant characters and everything, but, like, for real, they have three events. Someone turns evil, someone gets cosmically powered and turns evil, someone evil from the past or future tries to kill the current people. Sometimes it's all three. They do this every time. And it's just, it's, it's, it breaks their continuity, which makes it, and I know, I know some people just look at each run as an individual continuity, blah, 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 blah. I don't care. I like continuity. I like the whole 70 year long continuity that some of these characters have that are fairly unbroken. I like that. I like that there's like so many different things you can pull from, but like, there's so many like, well, it depends on when. Or you talk about Cyclops. It depend- it's depending on what his backstory is. Of course. Collective Psy. But, uh, I think we're done with this. Um, so, um, yeah, links to uh, uh, Alyssa's stuff in the description. Um, if there is, uh, again... Like, I'll have a new page and stuff up soon for all my podcasts, and, um, have new stuff. I'm eventually gonna have, like, a Patreon and stuff up once I, um, once I feel like I got a good, like, base of, like, listeners and stuff on my other ones. Just so, you know, it doesn't feel like I'm trying to be grabby immediately. Um, but, uh... Yeah, listen to Creepy Critters whenever that comes out. And uh, thank you for listening. And please uh, make Conchu protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Mm-hmm.